I would like to read from John chapter 1 this morning, uh, the, the book of St. John chapter 1. Um, just been doing some thinking about the relationship between Old Covenant and New Covenant. Um, how Jesus um, how Jesus was the fulfillment of the old covenant, the law. Uh, he was there when the law was given. He, he was the giver of the law. He was there. He was there at creation. He was there when the children of Israel were in Egypt and when they came out of Egypt and wandered in the wilderness for 40 years, he was there. Um, But then he came to earth to fulfill the old covenant. And that's a little bit what it talks about in the beginning of John here. I invite those of you who can to stand for the reading of the word. Uh, John chapter 1. says, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it or overcome it. There was a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet... To all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children not born of natural descent, nor of human decision, or of a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh, and he made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testifies concerning him. He cries out, saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. From the fullness of his grace, we have all received one blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but God, the one and only, who is at the Father's side, has made him known. You may be seated. Part of my studying and my thinking of the, the, all the ties between the Old and New Covenant and what that means in today's world is this. We live in a world that is, and this may be arguable, but we, we certainly live in a world that is dark. We certainly live in a world where sin just seems to almost be overtaking anything good. You look at, especially in North America, you look at the statistics of 
things in the church versus things outside of the church. And they're just very little different in a lot of areas. Areas that we should be different in. And so then I ask, so what can we do? Why are we not that different? And I don't know that I have all the answers, except to say this. The darker the world we live in, the brighter the light that shines out of us. And I want to encourage us with that this morning. Because when it seems like the world is going to hell in a handbasket, that gives us the opportunity to let God's love shine through us. And God... Uh, this this Jesus, this person that lives in us through the Holy Spirit, was there at the beginning. So his plan hasn't changed. He's not saying, oh shoot, I'd better do something else. He's not in a panic. Because he was there at the very beginning. When they said, let us make man in our own image. Sounds like conversation pieces. And it was. It was God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And they were there at the beginning. So when we look at history and when we look at, um, you know, today's world and and some of the the hot-button issues uh, of of our day... Um, homosexuality and and uh, living together without being married and and just things that really should be different in the church. Um, you know those things were there since the beginning of sin. They have been. They've been there since the beginning of sin, and it's and it's up to the people that God calls. And that has been different people throughout history. It's up to the people that God calls to let their light shine. In the Old Covenant, under the Old Covenant, it was Israel. Under the New Covenant, it's the church. We are the ones that are called to let people know that there's something different. And it's because of this Jesus, this Messiah, this word who became flesh, this word who became flesh, God becoming flesh, really? Really? But yeah, really. And these things were written while it was still fresh in their memory. He says, we've handled him. We've been there. We've seen it. We know what it is to be around this Word in the flesh. They didn't always understand it, but they knew it. And after they received the Holy Spirit, it became very evident to them what this Word in the flesh was really all about. The law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And that, that's, one of, that's a verse that, you know, In many organized church settings, 
it seems we have one or the other. We either have grace or we have truth. Uh, I've experienced probably more of the truth side in my growing up years than I did grace. But you can't have one without the other. I mean, you can, but you, you, you can't. It's like trying to do faith without works. Jesus gave grace, and we see it over and over. The prostitute, the woman who was called in adult, caught in adultery, in the very act it says. Um, the woman who was at the well who, had, who was, had been married and had lived with six other men. On and on, and Jesus gave grace to those people. But there was a side of truth to him that we cannot ever mistake. And some of the manly things he did was make a whip and drive people out of the temple. There wasn't a whole lot of grace there. He just said, you guys are, this, this house is supposed to be a house of prayer and you've made it a den of thieves. And it irritated him to no end that they were desecrating his father's name in the temple. And he did something about it. So we see both sides of Jesus, grace and truth. Um, and we, you and me, have the opportunity to be called his child. We're called his child. And he, and he says here in verse um, 13, he says, Children not born of natural descent, or of blood, nor of human decision or of a husband's will, but born of God. Born of God. And I know I've been stressing this over the last couple weeks, but I'm just going to say it today again. It's important that we think about that. You have been born of God. And because of that, you're different. No, we still have many struggles. We still wonder why life can't be just a little easier. And I don't know what it is that we like to... I haven't processed all of that. What it is that we gravitate towards... Ah, now we've kind of arrived and we're good Christians now and we, we've, we're kind of on a plateau. But it hardly ever works that way, does it? Because as soon as we get there, something else comes up. And it's a constant struggle to be what God is asking us to be. It just is. I'm not sure that it was quite as hard for them to grasp in a day when nothing was instant. <laughs> in a day when they walked everywhere or rode a donkey or a camel. Where, where getting food depended a lot on how God blessed their crops that year and where life was just generally a bit harder even to just survive. We don't have as much of that today. We have it, but not in North America so much. Some of the poorest of the poor do. But for the most part, no. But that is part of God's heart for us to show the world around us that 
God came in the flesh. Now he's living in me. And he wants to bless others around through you, through me. Not because we're perfect, but because we've been born of God. And we are now called his children. We're an heir with Jesus Christ. I just, sometimes that almost overwhelms me. And I wish I could describe what it does to me when I sit and think about that. That a weak person who has a lot of weaknesses and needs, God chose me as his child to bless other people. And he did the same for you. I want you to bask in that this morning. I want you to just really think about that this week. I want you to be blessed knowing that every time something comes up that wants to war against the peace and the joy that God wants to give you, you tell that situation, it doesn't matter because I'm a child of God. I am a child of God. And I want us, I want us, all of us, to bask in that truth. That's truth. It's also grace, and you can't really separate it, because why would God choose me? Why would God choose you to reveal truth to the world? Why would he do that? Not quite sure I have the answer, but I know that's what he wants. That's what he wants to do. And so I want you to, to think about that this week. The things that come up, I want you to, to battle the spiritual warfares this coming week, knowing that you're a child of God, and he's choosing you to spread grace and truth to those around you. Father, we thank you so much for your love and your goodness. We thank you that you care about each person that is here this morning. There's things going on in our lives. Maybe some of them we're still struggling with by ourselves. We haven't found the courage to tell other people. Maybe there's just things that we think other people don't care about. We know that you do, and we thank you for that. We pray that your Holy Spirit would come and fill us, and that the things that we face this week whether it's at work, whether it's in our personal lives, whether it's in our relationships, our marriages. I just pray, God, that you would remind us that we are your children. Or whether we're single and have no one uh, to relate to closely, we know that your heart... Um, for those of us who are single is no less than those of us who have who are married or have been married so i just pray god that our light could shine could penetrate because you are in us that your light would shine through us this week in a world that seems to be increasingly dark I just pray this in the name of your son, Jesus, and for his sake. Amen.
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Thank you for coming.